This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing this evening? This is Friday, October the 18th, and I hope you guys are doing very well. I have tonight with me Mr. Brian Allen Keaton. Hey, hey. And it's just the two of us tonight, guys. Um, my cousin Kina has something come up, and I guess Mr. Nathan Della, a.k.a. Horror Freak, has something come up as well. So it'll be just us tonight, Brian. I hope that's all right with you. Yeah, let's do this. All right. Well, you guys should know by now that tonight we are discussing Scream. Scream is one of my favorite uh, horror movies. It came out in 1996 and stars some big name celebrities. Um, Nev Campbell, uh, Courtney Cox, um, uh, David Arquette, and um, they were all very good in their roles. I loved them. Uh, well, Ryan, what did you think about Scream? Before we get into any of the questions, what did you think about Scream when you first saw it? Okay, so I first saw this movie in the theater when it first came out. Yes. And I'll, I'll tell you, uh, I, I was at a time in my life where I was starting to kind of get burned out on horror movies a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, I really, I didn't like a lot of things about the nineties. I didn't like the fashion. I didn't like the music. I didn't like a lot of things about the nineties. Yeah. Um, so when this movie came out, I really didn't know quite what to think about it. I knew that it was different. Mm -hmm. and, and I appreciated it for being different, but I was kind of, I, I didn't quite know what to do with it. And I, I, you know, I kind of put it to the side and I thought, yeah, you know, this is cool, but I, I, I don't quite know what to think about it. But then after I went back and watched it, um, for, for this podcast, mm -hmm. boy, it's, it's really something. I mean, they, they, they really captured something special here. Yes, they did. I really appreciated it better upon, you know, rewatching it for the podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and same here, same here. I really, when it first came out, uh, I went to go see it maybe like two or three times because it was that good. It, it, you know, the, uh, the team, the characters were right on, you know, it, and it's not a, a, a dated film in a way because, because, um, I mean, you can, 
relate to it now, you know, Mm -hmm. in 2019, you could still relate to Tatum. You could still relate to Sydney, you know, and and the guys can, you know, probably relate to Billy and Stu, you know, and Randy for that matter. So, you know, it, 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 it's just an all out and it was fun. You know, it had brought back the fun, uh, elements of a scary movie, if you ask me. Right, and clearly they were trying to do something different and kind of, you know, buck the trends. Right. And, you know, at the the time, I think I wasn't quite ready for what they were trying to do. But then when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool the way they, you know, they they take the conventions and they just kind of turn them on their heads and they're like, you don't know what to expect out of this movie. This can be anything. Right. You're right. And well, with all of that being said, what is your favorite part of Scream? Well, yeah. So my favorite part, and this was easy for me. The favorite part was definitely the opening scene. Yes. The the opening scene just captured everything. It was it, that that opening scene is really a self-contained little horror short. Yes. Yes. That was a movie in itself. And that's what I love. I love scary movies that actually capture your attention within the first five minutes. Yes. And that, and that scene was effective. It was super scary. Yes. And okay. This is just kind of funny too. So when I was watching this, this opening scene back and I hadn't watched this movie in, since the 90s, I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> and I was watching, so when he's talking to uh, Drew Barrymore's character on the phone, mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, you like scary movies? You know, who, who was the, the killer in Friday the 13th? And that, <laughs> okay, I laughed at myself because that was me in high school trying to pick up girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was I was the weird kid in high school that would bring like Sangoria magazines to school and like I knew all about you know Jason right. and Freddie and Michael Myers and and that was me trying to pick up girls and wondering why I couldn't get a date you know no <laughs> wonder you idiot you right know, like, you know, uh, trying murder. to quote uh, horror movies to me <laughs> exactly yeah yeah. Well, I have two favorite two favorite parts. I uh, my first favorite part is when the killer first calls Sydney. Uh, uh, you know that whole scene where he, he calls her, and you know they're jabbering back and forth. But then it takes a turn, a deadly turn. But Sydney wins that fight. You know she kind of like you know um, brings the smackdown. On Ghostface, and he was not expecting that at all. I don't think he was expecting that, right. and, and right. <laughs> he wasn't expecting her to fight that because Casey tried and failed, but Sydney yeah. did, and she won a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, that was Sydney my. Was she was tough. And yes, she was, and so that was my first favorite part. And then my second favorite part was when Sydney had uh uh uh. uh I had um, she was in the bathroom, and then uh, he came out from the stalls, and then she like slid under him to get out the door. 
Uh, that was oh, yeah. I just thought that was such a kick-ass part. <laughs> yeah, that was that was legitimately scary. Yes, yeah. I yeah, mean, you're cornered really in the bathroom. What are you gonna do? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Well, you know what else struck me about uh, the the opening of that movie? Yeah. Was well um, immediately after that. You know, we cut to to Sydney's room. Yes. And that's where we first meet Sydney. And then Billy shows up. He just like pops into her her bedroom window. Right. And so when you're watching it for the first time, you, you don't really pick up on what's going on there. No, but you don't. Billy, but Billy was there to establish an alibi for himself. Yeah. You know what? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because if, if anybody ever questioned Sid about that, she would say, oh, yeah, Billy was with me last night. He couldn't have been the killer. Right. Right. Yeah. Just as Stu was with um, uh, Tatum. Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. That was brilliant. And it that was. was. It would have never caught on to that except on a rewatch. Right. Right. You are right about that. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, what was your least favorite part? So my least favorite part was at the very end when... Uh, when when it's revealed who the killers are, right? Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, Billy and Stu are uh, they stab each other, you know? Oh yeah. And and then and and Billy stabs Stu two or three times, and Stu is just sitting there, just bleeding out and, and just loving and, every minute of it. <laughs> and and he's and he's he's like crying, and he is saying, "Oh, you know, I think you you cut me too deep." That was hard for me to watch. Oh, okay, I'm sure. So part, yeah. So part of the, part of the fun of horror movies is the suspension of disbelief, right? Yes. So, you, so the the kills in the movie, a lot of them were just okay. Here's the killer, stab, you're dead. Yeah. But that, but that part, it just got, I don't know. It just got too real for me. He stabbed him. He's bleeding out. He's like, "Oh, I'm hurting." I get you. Yeah, cut me too deep. That was really tough to watch. That was my least favorite part. Oh yeah, I get you. I got you on that. Now, my least favorite part is now. You would think that would be my least favorite part as well, right? But my least favorite part is on the scene with Sydney and Billy in the hallway uh, when they're. uh, when Billy let go from the um, police station, and he's at the school, and 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 then they just have this dialogue. It seems like from out of nowhere, you know, that they're talking about Sydney's mother, and and you and yeah. well, now uh, you know, like you said, rewatching it time after time again, he was trying to get Sydney riled up. I guess mm-hmm. you know uh, yeah. now that now that we know who, who the killers are are and uh, just for anybody who is listening to this podcast who has not seen Scream, you guys might want to turn this off because this is a podcast full of spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> as all my podcast um, episodes are actually full I mean, of spoilers. Yes, if you haven't seen it by now, <laughs> and it's on Netflix too. It's on yeah, that. Exactly. Uh, as a matter of fact, all three of them are on Netflix. 
So if you guys haven't seen them, if you guys haven't seen the Scream movies, go check it out on Netflix before you see or uh, listen to this podcast, okay? <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, uh, now looking back, you know, uh, at rewatching it as many times as I did this week, I, I know now that um, that yeah. Uh, he was trying to get Sydney riled up, but still, I still think that it made the movie move slow. If that makes any sense, I, I, I think it slowed the movie down. Well, you know what? I, I think part of that too is they they wanted to drop these little hints for you to say to make you think like these little misdirect hints. Yeah. These yeah. little things like, oh, well, you know, this person said this, and maybe he's the killer. Or well, what's up with him talking about uh, Sydney's mom there? That's right, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so they, they, they kind of, I think that was part of the journey. They wanted to take you on this little journey where you're really questioning everybody. Right, right. And you question everything, too. And you're yeah, right, they yeah. did leave. Um, subtle hit hints as to yeah. who the killer was. It, they were very yeah. subtle. Very subtle. Very subtle. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. So, who is your favorite character in Scream? Uh, my favorite character was Dewey, for sure. Dewey. Oh uh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was just the lovable loser. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> comic relief. Yes. And, and he was just a lovable loser. And a funny story about Dewey, too. Uh, I remember this from, from watching this in the theater. Uh-huh. Um, you know, towards the end, uh, Dewey gets stabbed, and you think he's dead. I guess. And then, and then the movie goes on, and by the end, uh, it shows him at the very end getting loaded into the ambulance, and he's still alive. And when that happens, somebody in the theater goes, Dewey! <laughs> Dewey. So everybody loves Dewey. Everybody yes, loves Dewey. yes. And you know what? I think that happened in the theater I was in too. So, right. ha- <laughs> so yes, Dewey was a a, a very love, lovable character for sure. Yeah. Dewey and Randy actually were two of the because because and well, I don't want to you know jump ahead to Scream too, but uh, but yes. Randy was a very loved character as well. And as a matter of fact, uh, uh, besides Sydney, because Sydney was actually my favorite character. uh, I loved how she fought back. I loved how she didn't just, you know, uh, sit down and take it. You know, she she actually fought them back. You know, like uh, uh, my favorite line of hers is, uh, you know, uh, you have to find me first, you pansy ass mama's boy. Yeah, you know, yeah. so you know, <laughs> that that was yeah. my favorite, you know, line of hers. And uh, but my second favorite character was Randy. He was the very uh, just like Dewey. He was very lovable, and he was, you know, he was the friend that you would want. You know, uh, he was mm-hmm. a a, com- a a comedian. You know, very loyal. You know, it, he was in love yeah. with Sidney Prescott. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's true. He, and and I like Randy too. And and when and that scene where he's by himself in the in the living room and they're watching him on the oh uh, yeah. Then Ghostface is like like stalking him, like he's about to kill him. I'm going no. No, don't kill Randy. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Every, everybody in the movie, I do remember that. Everybody in the movie theater yeah. was like, you look behind you, Randy, look behind yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, who is your least favorite character? Oh, I didn't like Stu. I, I didn't like his his mannerisms and the way he would he would stick his tongue out. You know? Yeah, he, he was like a little too was, goofy. Yeah, yeah, he was just kind of a douchebag. <laughs> uh, you know, but the the guy, the 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 actor Matthew Lillard. I mean, he's been in some good stuff. Like he's, he's yes, he has. Actor. Yes, but, he- uh, I I just didn't really like Stu and the way that he portrayed him there. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I can understand that. Uh, now, my least favorite character is Gail Weathers, which is weird because I love Courtney Cox, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but but I cannot stand Gail Weathers. I cheered along with everybody in the theater when Sydney hit Gail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we wow. we all cheered. It's like. You are a mean so and so. Well, but was she? I mean, she was doing what she thought was the right thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's one and way that, to look at it. That's kind of that's kind of one of the one of the cool things about the movie is that they they made people three dimensional. You know, not just yeah. Oh, well, she's the evil news lady. You know, yeah, screw me. You know, she was doing what she thought was the right thing. Right. For all the wrong reasons, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, well, um, well, there there are a lot of comedic lines in Scream. And, you know, we, we just mm-hmm. went over one of them. And uh, I, I do love some of the one-liners that they have in this movie. Mm-hmm. What are some of yeah. your um uh, funny, your favorite funny one-liners, if you can remember some of them? Because they had a lot. Yeah, there there were a lot. I really like, and this I don't. This wasn't intended to be a funny line, I think, but it's a, it's kind of iconic when you think about it. When uh, Billy at the end is is uh, he's kind of raging after he's already been revealed as the killer and all this, and he says uh, he said, uh, "Sid, don't blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That's an awesome line. That's it was. It is very, uh, it was a very genius line because it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of true, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we look at the news today and we see that these people have gone crazy and uh, we, we don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's because of the movies. It's just, A, the sign of the times. If you ask there's me, crazy, there's crazy people. I mean, there's crazy people in the world. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, some of my favorite lines are, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> when Randy, when Randy and Tatum had that little um, uh, spur of words there where um, uh, 
when she's like, uh, um, he was like, I was working because, you know, they were talking amongst themselves, like wondering, wondering who the killer would be. And uh, and uh, and Randy was like, and, no, Tatum was like, and where were you last night, Randy? And Randy's like, I was working. Thank you. And Tatum's like, where at the at the video store? I thought they fire your sorry ass. And he was like, twice. I also liked when when they were all watching. Uh, they were watching Halloween, right? They were all yes. watching Halloween. Yeah. And, uh, and and Randy said said something. He was laying out the the rules. Of yes, that's my favorite. Goes, that's my favorite line goes, too. And he goes, he goes, he goes. Don't ever say I'll be right back because you won't be right back. And then Stu gets up to go get a beer. He's like, I'm gonna go get a beer. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> No, see, those are some classic lines. Yeah. <laughs> now we already discussed what your what your least favorite kill was, Brian. Which was, I mean, well, actually, no, because they that wasn't a kill. Actually, uh, what 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 was your um uh what was your least favorite kill, right, Brian? Uh, well, because that wasn't uh, actually that wasn't actually a kill. They were just yeah, cutting, yeah. yeah. So. I kind of, you know what, I kind of thought that most of the kills were kind of lame in the movie. I mean, they were just, just mm, stab. Yeah, know? stab and you're dead. I, I, yeah. I wasn't really, I wasn't really too impressed with, with a lot of the kills. I mean, if, if you want to talk about the favorite kill, uh, we, we oh, yeah. would have to say that the most creative, I think, was the garage door kill. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was the creative that's right the there. one that everybody thinks about, and then and then the one in the beginning, um, in the opening yeah, scene, with Casey. When yeah, with Casey. Yeah, when he kills uh, her boyfriend, that was kind of creepy. Oh and yeah, he, yeah. And he actually kills her and hangs her from the tree. Um, you know, those are some good kills, but but most of the other kills in the movie, I, I just kind of thought were uh, yeah, they, yeah. Because really I felt that more. same way about um uh, about the um. Uh, Kenny's death, the the video camera guy, the cameraman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I yeah. thought that his was very mediocre, very uh, uh, not creative. He, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, just stabbing your dead. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Now, uh, uh, here and here's the the uh, big question, Brian. Now I know. That you don't really believe in, in the Bible, you know, and okay. and I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I gotta say, people have always said that atheists and Christians can't be friends. Well, people, I'm here to tell you, they can be. Me yes. and Brian, me and Brian here have been friends for like four or five years now. Facebook friends yes. for four or five years now, and we've never had a serious argument between us. And, and oh, you know, just, when, just respect each other. Yeah, and, and that's what it's all about, Brian. I respect you heavenly, heavenly, yeah, my boy. And and uh, um, and I, I thank you for respecting me, sir. I, I really thank you. I appreciate you very, very much, and I appreciate oh, no, your friendship no very, very much. Same here. Same here. And uh, you know, uh, now um, 
I, I didn't find any um, parallels to the Bible per se, but I did, you know, there's, um, I, I just think that um, uh, 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 like the character Billy, right? He was, he felt abandoned because his mom left him and, and it's dead. And then at the end, you know, we found we find out it's because Sydney's mother slept with his dad. So he so he felt abandoned. And there are some scriptures, you know, dealing with abandonment in the Bible. Um, I, I won't get into the scriptures now. You know, we, I don't want to go that deep. But but uh, I um, uh, but I can understand how you know how deep a message you know that can go anyway because you know abandonment is very uh very rough on your psyche and stuff like that you know i i i was just um uh telling a friend of mine that the psyche is a strange thing and you know uh, uh something as as deep and you know sad and bad as abandonment can you know can make you go a little cuckoo so (laughs) and and it definitely made billy go a little cuckoo yeah now and now in Stu's case i kind of think that he just uh again it doesn't parallel the bible or anything like that but i think he just kind of went along for the ride, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think he, he uh, very unquestionable. Uh, yes, yeah. there you have it. And then if you, um, because uh, remember, Randy actually called Stu a lap dog, right? Oh, yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. he called yeah. Stu a lap dog. And, and, and then Stu and a few scenes later, Stu says, you know, because uh, Sydney was like, well, what are you going to tell the cops, you know? And he's like, peer pressure. I'm far too, <laughs> you know, he says peer pressure. Yeah. So maybe that lap dog was, there was some truth to that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely was. Definitely was. Stu <laughs> was a lap dog. He was, that's, that's one of those lines that is dropped and you don't think anything of it. Until you think back on it, right? Exactly. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's why I said there are subtle hints. You know, very subtle, but there's subtle hints. And uh, but um, but yeah, that. uh, uh, Well, do you have any opinions on the Bible question, or do you want to want to leave that alone, or actually, I actually I do. I was looking forward to this. Oh, okay. Go ahead, (laughs) Brian. Because I am, like you said, I, I'm not a believer, but I know my Bible, okay? Uh, so so there, there's a couple of things that I could pick out as being uh, relation in relation to the Bible or just in Christian beliefs in general. Right. So Billy, um, well, in the Bible, right, or in, in the Christian beliefs, uh, Satan is the deceiver, right? He's right. there to... To corrupt and and to to he just wants to corrupt humans and Billy in my opinion is kind of the embodiment of Satan in that sense yeah especially, yeah. especially 
especially with Sid. Like he wants to, he wants to kill Sid, but more importantly, he wants to corrupt her. He wants to deceive her. Uh, and she's a virgin. She's she's a virgin in the beginning, right? Right. And, and he wants more than anything to corrupt her. He wants to take her virginity first and corrupt her before he kills her. So and and it, he's he's always deceiving her, making her think that he has yes. uh, her best interest at heart when he wow. really doesn't care about her at all. He's just wow. Deceiver, yeah. Right? Yeah. Even his name. Even his name. I, I, I put a lot of thought into uh, the names of characters in, in movies and books that I read. Mm-hmm. Even his name, Billy. Billy Goat. Like Billy Goat. When oh, you know yeah. When it's about goats and sheep. So it's that little subtle hint of, you know, Billy is, mm, he's kind of not really. Uh, who he says he is. Yeah. 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 And then the other thing was. Um, the Bible talks about, and I don't have a scripture for this, but mm-hmm. uh, the Bible talks about how the sins of the father will be passed on to the son. Yes. Right? And, and that's, that's shown in, uh, in, in Sid's mom. Yes. Mom. I didn't put that in my notes, Brian, but yeah. I was thinking it. Yeah. Her, her, Sid's mom's sins created Billy. Mm-hmm. And were visited upon Sid. Wow! There you go. Yes, and, and you know, I didn't, I didn't even, um, uh, like you know, as pertaining to Billy, you know, being like Satan, I didn't even go to that. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I didn't even think about that. Now, the sins of the father, uh, you know, being reversed with Sydney's mother, I did think about that mm-hmm. because. Uh, uh, because Sydney was scared that she was going to end up like her mom, you know, yeah. um, you know, having all these secrets, having, you know, uh, you know, just, you know, having uh, sex with all these men, I, gu- I guess you could say, you know, mm-hmm. she was scared that she was going to be like that. Yes. And, and yeah. it's, yeah. And another, another, another line that really sticks out that, Boy, it's cold, but it's when Billy at the end is talking to Sid and saying, well, you know, you were the one who were, I don't know the exact line, but he has said something like, you were the one who was crazy enough to sleep with a psycho. Uh, right, right. Total abandonment <laughs> is, makes you go yeah. crazy. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's pretty much what he was saying. It was like, you know, yeah. total abandonment can make you go crazy. It's, it's totally, you know, effed you up. Made you sleep with the psycho. That was the line. That was the line right exactly. there. Yeah, and, yes. and and it's true that that's why I say abandonment will. Uh, that's what I got out of it. You know, um, as yeah. pertaining to the Bible, you know, abandonment will uh, it, it can cause you to you know your psy- psyche to just go haywire. You know, so. sure, absolutely. I mean, we we all want that that love and affection, and if we don't get it. You know, that's, right. that's a that's a basic need of all humans. Exactly. It, you know, exactly. Awesome. And, and and unfortunately, we're going to get it one way or another. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if we don't get yeah. it the good way, we get it the bad way. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So but um, 
Well, uh, do you think there should be a fifth screen? Because, you know, they we have Scream 4. Uh, as a matter of fact, Scream 4 is no longer on Netflix, but it was on Netflix. It was. Oh, okay. Yeah, before the first three screens came on, and I don't know why they decided to take it off, but they did. But um, do you think that there should be a Scream 5? Uh, I don't really think so. I mean, you know, uh, Scream was such a such a cool thing for for the time period. I don't Again. see. I, I the older I get, especially the the more I kind of appreciate things for what they are. And I think the more you try to tack on to something, the more it kind of dilutes it. Uh, so I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see a Scream Five. I mean, they have that that series. On MTV or yeah, whatever. they do. Yeah, and, and I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't really get into that, so I, I don't. I wouldn't want to see a screen five. No. Yeah, I said. Th- well, you know what? I think if they're going to make make a screen five, maybe perhaps just reboot it. I guess just like they're doing with the Halloween franchise now. Uh, I, I don't know. I know you're a huge fan of that, Latrice. Huh. <laughs> I know you're a huge fan of the... uh, I am. I am. I cannot help it. (laughs) I am a huge fan of Halloween. Ever since I was in my mother's womb, Brian. You don't like the Rob Zombie reboot, though, right? No. Yeah, see? And I think it would be the same thing if they try to redo it. Yeah. You know what? I, 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 I kind of... I kind of do agree with that. I, I just think uh, because, like you said, Scream was good for its time. It came out in 1996. We were longing for something new, for something, ref- uh, a, a new kind of scary movie to refresh us. And, and that's what Scream did. It was a refreshing, new, scary movie. Yes. Um. And and with it came, you know, I know what you did last summer, Urban Legend, and uh, yeah. even Wishmaster, because Wishmaster came out in 1997, 1998, I think, too. And I'll be discussing yeah. Wishmaster in a couple of weeks. But, but yeah, uh, you know, all of that, you know, Scream, you know, uh, it just rebooted a lot of scary movies. You know, and um, but now with the found footage era now, and we are in the the paranormal um, uh, movies now. I don't think there's a place. I, I don't think there's a place for slasher movies anymore, or for right now. Maybe for right now. Because Halloween is, yeah. um, you know, Halloween is the exception. Uh, you know, aside yeah. from Halloween, I don't think there's a place for Scream, a place for a movie like Scream. I could be wrong, you know, and, and maybe there's a director out there that will prove me wrong. But I, I, I just think that there's not a place for Scream right now. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think um, I think horror movies now need to need to find the the newest thing. You know, they need to find a new thing and go with that new thing, whatever that is. 
and uh, and I don't think Scream really would fit into that. Um, but there is a lot of really cool uh, like anthology horror happening out there, like the new. Um, I believe it's the Twilight Zone. Is it oh the Twilight yes, Zone the Twilight Zone. Zone. Yes, and, yes. And, and, and Creepshow, if you if you if you if you subscribe to Shutter. Yes. Uh, you know the new Creepshow is awesome. Yes, I, you know I I am not subscribed to Shutter, but I will. Uh, hopefully, I will be by uh, by my birthday by May. Hopefully, I will oh, yeah. be. Well, yeah, that new Creepshow, and I think the first episode is out for free, so you can watch the first episode. It's awesome. That that show is awesome. Oh, really? Is it on YouTube? So that, because if it's on YouTube, I'm watching it tonight. <laughs> I think if you go on the if you go on the Shutter website, I think you can watch it for free. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's just got to find. I mean, horror, modern horror, just has to find its its new niche, and and I would like to see, um, I would like to see these these uh, movie companies take more risks with their movies. Uh, yes. I feel like I feel like a lot of the like the Annabelle and those kind of movies, I don't feel like they take enough risks. You know, I get really disappointed in, in how safe they play things. Yeah. I want to see yeah. I want a movie I want a horror movie to make me feel uncomfortable. You know? And, and Yeah, like Scream that was like the not, scene yeah. with Stu and Billy that you know, when they cut exactly. each other, you know, that, yeah. that made you feel yeah. uncomfortable. So <laughs> exactly. I, I would like to see more of that. I, I want to see more risk taken and, and, you know, don't be afraid to offend your audience. It's those kinds of things that make a movie memorable, you know, do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now don't get too out of the way now, you know, one of the reasons why I've never seen, um, um, you know, a, a lot of, uh, 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 there's this movie that I have not seen and I don't plan on seeing anytime soon. Uh, a Serbian film or something like that. I hear that oh, that yeah, is crazy. That. Yeah, that, yeah. I heard about that. I didn't see it either. And I, I'm, I'm kind of shying away from that one too, but. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard too much crazy stuff about that one. So, you yeah. know, you don't want to, uh, you know, I, I'm all for, you know, being creative and, you know, and yeah. imaginative, but then there is sick. <laughs> yeah. And, you yeah. know, we don't want to go into that territory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just, I want to feel uncomfortable, you know, when I'm right. watching a horror movie. And I, and I love, I love movies that, uh, after I leave the theater, that I can I can talk about the next day or the the day after, you know, right? And still, right. still try to figure it out. Um, like I, I don't know if you saw the new Joker movie, but I know this is not the podcast to talk about that. But but that was the one where I was I was talking about the next day. I was like, oh man, this oh yeah, I can I could tell from the uh, from the trailer. That is going to be a very, very good movie. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, me and uh, I'm sure my fiance will want to go see it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I do believe that that is going to be a good movie. And even though it is not a horror movie, um, uh, it's not a horror movie by any means, but still, it has um, some elements of a horror movie. Yeah, I mean, by the end of it, he's he's a scary dude. He's mm-hmm. scary, and and I love it when I can come out of a movie changed. 
you know, mm-hmm. different than when I went into it. And that movie changed me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I, I want to see more of that in, in the horror genre. Well, sure. And, and, and I understand that because Scream, in a way, changed the way that I looked at scary movies back in the 90s. You know, because yeah. up until Scream, we didn't have any, you know, all the scary movies that I watched was from the uh, early 80s, early to the mm-hmm. late 80s. Yeah. That's it. And then Scream comes so along. The, you had all the slashers and everything. Exactly. And then Scream comes along and just reinvents horror. Yes. I loved it. Yeah, I loved I it. And I still do love it. You know, um, when I watched when I, I watched it uh, for, you know, I don't know how, how many times over the past week. And 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 every time I watched it, it just kept getting better and better. Even, even though I yeah. knew what was going to happen from scene to scene, mm-hmm. it's still, it's still uh, I still enjoyed it. It almost makes it better because you can see how they were laying the foundation to get you to where yep. they wanted you to be. Yeah, you know, and you can, and the more you watch it, you the more you can see those little misdirects. Yeah, and it makes it more fun. You know, it does. It does. Now I don't have any more questions, Brian, but I do have some fun facts here, and um, uh, I have quite a few. So, uh, the first one is Scream was partially based on the real life murders of students in Gainesville, Florida in the 1990s. The killer was nicknamed the Gainesville Ripper. I did not know that. (laughs) That was news to me. Yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) That was news to me. And uh, the second fun fact I have is um, the original title, of, of course, you you probably already know this, and my list my listeners probably already know this too, because uh, I had already known knew this. Uh, the original title wasn't Scream; it was originally called Scary Movie. The head the heads of the movie production company uh, Miramax they decided to change it after listening to Michael Jackson's song of the same name, Scream. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. I heard. I heard that, and that makes it so much funnier that the scary movie. Yes, movie, which, I, which I love too. Yes, <laughs> so, I I love scary. Uh, yeah, scary movie was very very funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, fun fact number three is Drew Barrymore was originally going to play Sydney Prescott, but she decided to play Casey instead. Mm. That, yeah, that's interesting. I, I, that is yeah, interesting. I, I could, so Nev Campbell nailed that role so well. Yes, I he did. See, I couldn't see anybody else doing that. Although I, Drew Barrymore is an awesome actress. But you I know what? It just that surprised me that she wanted to play Casey because Drew Barrymore she she likes a challenge. She likes challenge, challenging yeah. roles, and and I think Casey yeah. would have been a challenge for her. Yeah, and she was kind of out of the spotlight at that point too. I think, right? I mean, she wasn't 
Yeah, yeah she, was, she wasn't in any movies during that time. Yeah. At least not that I can remember. Yeah, because I think of her, yeah. the last role that I had seen her in uh, prior to screen was, um, oh gosh, um, it was this movie with Whoopi Goldberg. Boys on the Side. That's what it was. Boys on the Side. That was the last movie that I have seen Drew Barrymore in. And that movie was made made in 90, either in 93 or 94. I forget which. So, yeah, she had kind of like, you know, dropped out of the limelight, you know. So, yeah. And my last fun fact that I have is the famous screen mask is based on the famous painting the screen by Edward, uh, by Edvard Munch. Mm, I love that painting. It's so cool. Oh, really? I have never. It, I have never seen it. You have? Oh, you've seen it. You had to have. You, you didn't? Did you look it up? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you had to have seen it. It's it's so it's famous. I mean. Everybody. I probably, I, you know, I probably did see it and just thought nothing yeah. of it. Yeah, I, I love that. That's a really cool uh, painting. I like it. You're oh my gosh! Well, you know that. what? It, yeah. uh, it, either me or you. It doesn't really matter. Uh, should we 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 should put it up on my um horror group page because um yeah we should do it. yeah um it, it if you beat me to it, Brian, that would be perfect. But um uh um. Uh, but yeah, I uh, oh my gosh, that it, I I probably have seen that painting and just never thought anything of it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, that is all for my um fun facts and um, uh, hmm. Oh yeah, the um uh the cast. Uh, this is the point of the podcast where I go into um. Uh, the cast that have passed on from the movie, but nobody has passed on from screen at all, except for except for the director Wes Craven, who passed away in 2015. And uh, Wes Craven, of course, directed a ton of scary movies, as well as some yes. dramas too. But you know, uh, but this is a horror podcast, so we're gonna, you know, of course course, you know, talk about his horror uh, works. And as a matter of fact, I will be talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street, November 8th. And uh, that's, you know, he directed that movie. And of course, you know, uh, uh, we love Freddy Krueger just as much as we love Scream, you know, so. Yes, yes. and uh, amazing. Amazing talent. Amazing, guy. amazing director. I I always wanted to meet Wes Craven. I always wanted to yeah. shake his hand. And yeah. um, it, it's sad that I won't be able to. But he was uh, uh he was seventy six years old when he passed away. So he he lived a good long life, you know. And he made it. He made an impact. You know, yes, he did. That he did. Yeah, that he did. Well, Brian, that um is the end of 
of of everything of my questions, my fun facts, and the the cast uh, that has passed away. Uh, we are done. We are done. Um, cool. I want check to the, check the check the the page for that that picture. I just posted it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I I knew yeah. you would beat me to it. That's why I said, Brian, if you can, yeah. go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will definitely check it out. I probably have already seen it, like you said. I probably have already yeah. seen it, just thought nothing of it. Just yeah. thought nothing yeah, of it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, and, and uh, um, uh, I, I want to thank you, Brian, for being my guest uh, here. This has been fun. And like I said, me, me and you, we have known each well, not known each other, but we've been Facebook friends for five years. Uh, yeah, that's, oh, that's four or five years. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe it's been that long. But yeah, we were friends from the. We met in, the, in an old horror movie group. Yes, yes, we did. Yes, we yeah. sure did. My gosh, my gosh. But well, uh, you, but you, you, your 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 little one wasn't even born at that time. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even thought of. <laughs> no, nope. And now here he is, uh, almost three years old. Almost three years old. Yes, yes, I cannot believe it. But, um, well, thank you so very much, Brian, for agreeing to do this podcast with me. I've had so much fun. Uh, and um, uh, next week, um, we're, I, I'm um, discussing Halloween 2018. Um, so stay tuned for that episode too. I have three more guests that will be with me next week. And, um, until then guys, this has been Latrice Carter and Brian Allen Keaton, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.